1: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. I am Joel I'm Zach. How are you doing, Zach?
0: I'm doing great. I watched so much anime to make up for your lack of interest this week.
1: I did. I have little to no interest. (laughs) No, my problem has been, um, everything that's going to be airing that I want to watch has, like, aired, allegedly, or not streaming on Crunchyroll. yeah. And, I don't know, it's weird.
0: No, I'm looking at the Annie chart right now, and like, half of the episodes are going to come out in like six hours, or they aired last night, so it's too short of a time frame for us to watch most of them. So we're all set to talk about the next season, but then we were too prompt in recording, and most of them weren't out.
1: Yes. how? Well, You know, like, Nisakoi came out. I was like, yay, Nisakoi, finally! Oh, mm-hmm. episode zero. And... I'd never seen something like this where they had actually the voice hog uh the voice actor of um Ch- Chitage like in person, literally like Oh, Chitage's a Cinderella and she's so uh she's really good at athletics and she's really smart and blah 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 and here's a story mm-hmm. and I watched what five minutes of that, and I was like, done. I yeah, already I know the story. That. It was I don't know, it didn't seem I don't know. didn't seem worth it. It's like, go watch the damn show.
0: Yeah, I just found episode one, which now I have to wait six more days.
1: Exactly. Um, I went to go watch... I watched... The only thing I really watched that was uh, new was I Can't Understand What My Husband Is Saying, season two. That's only five minutes long, so... Right. I did check out that Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? And... See, I thought that was, like, a gaming show or something. And maybe it was. I only gave it, like, ten minutes. And I was like, <laughs> it could okay. Have been. You don't know. I'm bored. Well, they were, like, level one. And, you know, it was set in, like, dungeon-y times. It sounds like
0: a gaming show if they refer to themselves as level one.
1: Yeah. I don't
0: know. But it wasn't funny in the <sighs> ten minutes you watched. No, I was
1: like, eh, okay, whatever. Like, you get saved by, like, a monster from some girl. It's a girl like kills this big monster and he's covered in blood and he mm-hmm. like likes her and I'm like, done. <laughs> Don't care. So Yeah.
0: Sounds forgettable.
1: Yeah. Everything else on my list says it's aired, but it hasn't. Like I've been wanting to see the disappearance of Yuki Nagano and Mm hmm. Not not there. But yeah, it says it aired. But I can't find it.
0: I found the first episode of The Snafu Show. Yeah, that's on, uh,
1: it's on Crunchyroll.
0: Yeah, so I am at least know where that one is. I just haven't watched it yet.
1: There you go. So, alrighty, we're off to a great episode. Yeah, this is great. Yep.
0: Well, that was pretty much your what did you watch, so. There you yours go. This was very brief. Yeah. So, we could talk about my long list now.
1: Okay, there you go for it. There you go.
0: Um, well, first I'd like to point out that the new season of High School DxD is airing, yep, but born. I like watching it in English. So, I gotta wait. But, that leads me into what I finished. So, I was talking about High School DxD a while ago, and I finished the second season. And it was great and hilarious, so... Um, maybe I'll have John on to review that later, but we're not going to review it this time. I finished the second season of Tokyo Ghoul. And I was quite satisfied with how that ended because uh, I got a lot of complaints the first season when it ended with like a mostly violent ending with like a little to no story and a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And people were kind of upset by that because it was like 20 minutes of wasted time. Um, But overall it was a good show so of course I watched the second season and I was much happier with the ending of this one and there still should be more to come. Um... Finish watching actually i started and finished mm-hmm. trinity 7 what's that so about? that's well first we'll talk about uh it aired last season not this season no wait maybe two seasons ago winter wait not i'm all screwed up but would that be considered fall if it started in october or winter season
1: uh i think no, technically fall, no, fall winter, just yeah. ended, winter right? is technically yeah.
0: like after december uh, yeah yeah so that's confusing because like in michigan it, it's been snowing since october but that's not the winter <laughs> <Exactly>. season <laughs> yeah but anyway so it intrigued me at first and i think at some point i mentioned i watched like the first episode but then wasn't interested in any more of it because it was like a lot of fan service probably that's probably why i was turned off to it i just finished watching high school dxd so i'm like well the fan service doesn't really matter to me and it was very like magician based and as you know john and i have been on the quest to find a show that like does magic correctly and this one gets a lot closer than all the other shows we've watched so over the years we've watched like magical warfare and the regular magic high school which he liked and i didn't but we both hated magical warfare and I think, finally, Trinity 7, though it combines with a lot of fan service, actually does the magic elements pretty cool. So, this guy... It's only—it's real short, it's only 12 episodes, and there should be more, because they didn't finish it correctly, but... um, He gets, like, sent to an alternate universe where there's a lot of magicians, and for some reason he is, and he's known as the Demon Lord Candidate. So, like most anime... The main character has to have some like irresistingly powerful ability because how else would he build his harem? And That's the part I didn't really care for. But the cool part was how you know, they actually went into like all the different kinds of magic that exist in their world, and there was like seven different types. And the reason it's called Trinity Seven is because these like seven people, well, coincidentally for harem purposes, they're all girls, but they're all like the masters of their respective magic. So he needs to like help them master all of it and then they have to fight the evil mages which is really dumb that they call themselves the evil mages but that's what they were called so it was good it it was a good mix of like what i wanted explained in a magic show instead of them just like fighting and the relationships were much better than like magical warfare where it was just like the romance for no reason so that was pretty good and I finished it fairly quickly like in three days so it must have been compelling enough to make me sit down and watch it what else did I watch and then most recently and what I will be reviewing is Expelled from Paradise which is a movie that aired last season is that right? November 15th so maybe two seasons <laughs> ago but either way um, and that was really good so obviously I won't talk about that yet and as far as like what's airing is, I have a tentative list of things I want to watch. Uh, things I will be watching for when we talk next time include Fates Day Night, um, this Euphonium one, which is about this girl with a trumpet or something.
1: Yeah, I thought, is that that's one where, like all the characters were like holding wind instruments.
0: Yeah, the animation's really nice looking and. I like after watching Your in April, I'd watch another music based show. So that one looks pretty cool. I'll have to check it out. And what else? I added to my list, but I don't really know what it's about, just because the cover art looked cool. Awari no serif. Says the story takes place in a world where an unknown virus has killed the entire human population except for children. Those children were then enslaved by vampires. Okay, well it seems a little far-fetched so far. The manga centers on Yuchiro, Hayuka, a human who dreams of becoming strong enough to kill all the vampires. Well that makes it sound real basic, but the art looks really cool. So I'm gonna watch it and see. Hopefully it's not really basic. Um Niskoi, Disappearance of Yuki Nagato. And Snafu. So I have a lot of things I'll be watching.
1: Yeah, I got quite a bit too. Um I'm gonna be watching uh uh Ger- what it says Garcia, Garcia, no, My Q? I, I, I wish there was an English translation. Yeah, that one. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is but, that the season, uh, yes, it's the season, and, and like the the even the fucking synopsis looks kind of lame. It sounds kind of lame. Like I think the synopsis
0: are just always poorly written, though.
1: <laughs> okay, so the the the, the, the I like the, I, I watch it. I want to watch it. Because of the cover art. It's got a guy and a girl holding, like, guns, and they've got their feet on top of a table with bullets and stuff.
0: Very Black Lagoon-looking. Yes,
1: exactly, thank you. Very much so. This is roughly after a year of his arrival at Mihama. Yuji makes the unexpected decision to pursue a promotion within CIRS. The action the action resumes with UG in a meeting with its corporate HQ discuss, discussing the documents he submitted for review as part of his promotion Uh.
0: oh I recognize the blonde character from this show you do what, what you showed me is like a one hour standalone click the prequel you see that Oh. It looks very girl-like and not gun related, but
1: how is this a prequel? Uh oh Gotcha. Interesting. That actually makes sense cuz there's <laughs> another cause there's another show that's airing this season. Literally Hmm. Um, oh no, sorry, this one already aired So the prequel he's talking about Is called Gracia no Kajutsu yeah. something The Fruit, Fruit of Gracia Yeah uh, And that
0: aired like two seasons ago Yeah, two
1: years ago a And year then ago. there's
0: a sequel to what you're watching That hasn't aired yet oh. That starts
1: So maybe, to, maybe I have to watch that one first I think so No one does it say though that's like Hey you gotta watch this It It looks like way
0: different characters And even art style Yeah
1: Like This looks If you looked at the two cover arts For each You'd be like This isn't related to that at all
0: Yeah One's like Cutesy harem Visual novel Color like And then the other one's Very Black Lagoon Esque With like bullets (laughs) And they're (laughs) totally different covers Dang it But I recognize that blonde girl on it
1: Okay well, I don't
0: think I've seen it though.
1: Even the story the synopsis sounds kind of shitty, and I don't have a lot of hopes. Um, yeah, and Nisa Koi, I'm going to be watching. Um, what else I got here? The I can't understand my, what my husband is saying. Show, um, Fate State Night Unlimited Blade Works TV now. <sighs> From my understanding, this is season two of what just aired of Fate Stay Night. Hmm. So I don't know if I can watch. I've seen the original Fate Stay Night, so I just wanted to start watching the Unlimited Blade Works, because I know that's like, prequel, you know, compared to what Fate Stay Night was. I don't know, I'm kind of confused.
0: Well, no, it's just a different, okay, so... They're both based on the visual novel. This one's like a different route. Yeah. So at the end of last season, Saber gets captured. That doesn't happen in the first one. Well, it does very briefly.
1: <sighs> okay. Fair enough. Actually, no,
0: it doesn't even happen in the first one. No, it, happens it doesn't. In they the movie they made.
1: Live Happily Ever After. Yeah. Um, okay. So I need to watch. God damn it. Okay.
0: It is new, so you
1: have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, the disappearance of Yuki Nagato. Mm. So. I thought I had more I wanted to watch, but I guess not. But, uh, yeah, so far only nine shows have aired. According to the, uh, Anime News Network preview guides.
0: That's not very many. No. Our dreams of talking about them are dashed. I know, until
1: (laughs) next episode. So. Oh well, it is what it is. Yeah. Makes an awesome, uh, Worth the episode, worth listening to.
0: Um, my review for this movie will be great, but uh, but I don't need to talk about most of the things I finished because I already talked about them in detail. Besides Trinity Seven, yep.
1: All right. Well, anything else we want to discuss? Um,
0: not about what I'm watching. I, I recall there being some news that we don't
1: normally talk about that I've seen. Oh yeah what's Just, uh, what's up?
0: So the exciting news is that. Stein's Gate Zero is announced as the true sequel to Stein's Gate. Did you hear about this?
1: I did I heard briefly,
0: so it's gonna be a sequel, and it's gonna take place in like the the B line, which I think is when CERN takes over. So I guess their sequel is not so much like the end of the the happy ending, I guess, but oh. so much as like what could have happened, yeah and it follows all the characters through the future events so i'm very excited sansgate is one of my favorite series
1: yes there we go
0: that was the news that i was looking for (laughs) (laughs) all right i remember seeing it like a week ago and being oh my god for once news that's real anime and we can talk about it
1: yay all right it's another week and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. Woo! Alright. Awesome DVD picks. So April's here and we got ass tons of stuff coming out. Ass tons. That's an official metric of volume.
0: Sounds That's like a lot. It
1: does. Antiplex of America going nuts. With dear brother, box
0: two and
1: three. Yeah, there. da da da. The complete Blu-ray. Ah, uh, hundred and fifty bucks for the complete Blu-ray box set. Ouch. Ooh. Well, Magical Rebellion*. Woo! It's finally out, and it's only fifty bucks for a movie.
0: <laughs> Wait, that's dubbed, right? Ah, uh, yes. See, I watched the whole show subbed So I can just watch the movie dubbed But I haven't yet
1: (laughs) I I did both Mm -hmm. I watched it originally when it was airing And then when, you know, when it came out dubbed I was like, oh, it sounds horrible Like everyone did Mm -hmm. And, um Yeah, the the voices grow on you And you get used to it So, yeah Mm -hmm. Not bad
0: but have you seen the other movies? Is that necessary to watch this one? I don't think it would be just, necessary. Like, remakes of them?
1: I think they're just remakes of the show. And then the third one, Rebellion. It's the new What's one. supposed to be new. Yeah, exactly. Well, then I'll have to watch it. There you go. Dot uh, Hack. Complete Collection. Yawn. Black yep. Butler. Yawn. One Piece Season 6 Part 4. Yawn. Tokyo Ravens Part 1. She, the ultimate weapon. No, no idea.
0: I think I like Tokyo Ravens, but I haven't finished it.
1: From the right stuff, lucky penny sign. A line. Uh, looking up at the half moon. Uh, complete collection. I actually might go on and watch this. This show has had a hell of a time being released in America.
0: Hmm, uh, why is that? Does it have some sort of history? It
1: does. So, this guy in Atlanta started his own distribution company, and got the rights to release the show, like, a year and a half, two years ago now. And he was then arrested for sexual, like, uh, sexual assault on a minor. Like, he's a scumbag. He's, like, a, he had, like, a history of, like... uh, (laughs) Thanks, No, he was, like, a sexual... What do you call it? He was on, he was on, he was out of prison on release, and he went uh, to an anime con.
0: great. Yeah, it's like, hey, you don't know,
1: have like any contact with kids, and let's go to an anime con to promote mm-hmm. that show. And, so, his business went under. And, uh. As it should after that. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, literally, it was a one man business. Mm-hmm. He went ahead, you know. He went around talking to like people like Zach Birchie and like a lot of people, trying to like get to know the uh, the anime industry and all that. And somehow he acquired the rights uh, in Japan to this show. Looking up at the Half Moon, you know, looking up at the Half Moon. And the, story itself, the show itself is kind of interesting. It's an it's an older show, like two thousand seven ish. So mm-hmm. it's something interesting. I am glad to hear it got of Picked up finally, and now it's released. With a non. Yeah, uh, yeah. Disgusting company. <laughs>
0: no no promises, <laughs> yes. but. It's, yeah. So and, far, much
1: more reputable. Yes. Much more reputable. Uh, the Rose of Versailles. Then, for whatever reason, on April 10th, Pony Canyon USA just can't, you know, follow the release schedule. <laughs> They've got Denki, Ga. Collection, and Yuki Yuna is a hero. Yeah, Yuki Yuna. Isn't that based off a game?
0: I have no idea. Okay. If it is, I haven't
1: played it. Oh, God, 90 bucks a pop. God damn it, Pony Canyon USA. Something so expensive.
0: Yuki Yuna is a
1: hero. Yeah, I think it's based off a game.
0: It takes place in the era of the gods, year 300. She lives ordinary life as a second year middle school student, but she is also the member of a hero club, where club activities involve dealing with a mysterious being named Vertex. It looks kind of lame. Alright. It, and it just aired, like, two seasons ago.
1: Alright. Well, and then the 14th, we've got Noir, the complete collection, Blu ray. Anime Ooh. classics, 50 bucks. Anime
0: classics. <laughs>
1: I've got the I've got the original box set of that show All the singles, baby Um Since I found works, it has got D. Fist of the North Star Complete collection And the Pet Girl of Sankasu Complete collection Which I'd say go buy Go buy Go buy it Go buy Um And the Rebellion Go buy that You need more of a dog in your life
0: yeah, I do want to watch the movie. I just had to wait forever because like, I don't want to watch the rehashes of them. Yep, exactly. I was for the third one.
1: What would you get?
0: Uh, the movie.
1: There you go. There you go. Yeah, the Girls Casu. Hey, I really need to go and review that. Mm hmm. Wanted to when I watched it, but never got around to it.
0: Yeah, you mentioned it once you are done finishing it because you watched a lot of it all at once.
1: Yeah, I watched a shit ton of it all at once. It was crazy how fast I went through it.
0: Oh, freezing vibration. I know, Just I saw like that watching. too. John like, yeah, will be excited. John In more than one way. Yeah.
1: All right. More kill kill kill. Okay. Oh, there you go. John will be really excited. Free. Only oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah.
0: Did you ever watch you said you were gonna watch something oh Shirobako? Is that the one? Oh, you
1: I never got back to watching it yet.
0: Because the art is so cutesy, I wanted to know if it was any good. <laughs>
1: no, it's it's a good show. It's just you know, do you do you really get, care that much about the anime industry? It's essentially what it is. Like I'll give you an example. They show this whole process, girl, not necessarily anime. <laughs> yeah. Um so I'll give you an example of like an episode. Um they need to ever air this they they're they're well let's see. They're doing an episode of this show that they that just started airing on TV for them. And they're doing like episode eight or something. And you watch the the casting process, you watch everything, the people waiting in line to do their parts, and the director is sitting there and he goes, Oh you know, this scene here uh, it just doesn't feel right. I, I think we should do it all over again. Like, in the middle of fucking recording the lines, everything. And, like, they're on a super tight deadline. And, like, the director makes this passionate plea to everyone, like, Oh, you don't understand the main character. She is like this, and da-da-da-da, and this and that <laughs> thing. And it's, like, this heartfelt, like, speech. And... But they're like, But we're all so far behind! Ah. And they reluctantly do. Just because of like this one, like you know, a re- big reveal. He was like, "Oh, it's not good enough." I have like, to recommend
0: it to my friend because his like other favorite anime is Bakuman, the one about drawing manga. manga yeah. So he might like the one about making anime too.
1: Or we can go check out Animation Runner Kurumi. It's another one about making the anime. Yeah. We reviewed it. Well, I reviewed it back in like twenty ten. Oh
0: yeah, it looks real old. It is old. But it's Pretty only good. one episode.
1: Uh eh, some I say
0: has some sequels, some episodes. Yeah, it's like animation
1: on Kermit Two. It's like episode two. No VA series, what do you expect?
0: Mikiko Karomi O'Gro. Yep. That's her name?
1: That's her. Oh, that well. is her. Alright. Interesting. Alright, we have two reviews this week. We've got Death Parade and Expelled from Paradise. Yay to that.
0: Ooh. Who's going first? Uh, Although, technically, uh, we can both go on Death Parade.
1: Yeah, that's the, I'll, yeah, let's take Death Parade. Let's do that. All right, so Death Parade. Twelve episodes. Great length. Um, great length. The first episode really, really hooks you. I remember emailing... Uh, not emailing. I uh I aming, uh. Fuck. Can't think. Ugh. Oh, fucking hell. Sorry, man. <laughs> oh, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with Brain lapse. Yeah, I'm just not here. Um. Alright. I remember I aming Zach and saying, you've got to check the show out. And even he was hooked after the first episode because it's just a unique way. It's like something that I've not seen in anime before. Where they just kind of hook you and keep you hooked. Um So essentially, the show is revolves around a A guy named Decium. Is that his name? Yeah. He's the he's an arbiter, and essentially he decides your fate: are you going to hell forever, or will you be reincarnated as someone else, or maybe mm-hmm. something else? Maybe you'll be a stripper pole. <laughs> yeah, um, so
0: essentially they're purgatory
1: Yeah So uh, People come out of the elevator With no memory of what happened Even knowing They don't even know they're dead yet And they're forced to play a game At random choice So um, And they're told their lives are on the line
0: And they're always Comes in pairs, that's kind of interesting yes. So far, I mean
1: Yeah, Yeah. No, you're right so, they play the game, and slowly their history is kind of revealed to them. And basically, what they do during that game helps DCM decide what options he should do. And only one person can go to heaven, and one person can be reincarnated. Both can't, uh, do it. So, um,. There's a girl introduced early on named uh, Ona, and she she's a human who like hasn't died yet, and she's also well. There. You don't really know. Yeah, I think I <laughs> they, think
0: she's like a human, and then they mentioned that uh, Isum couldn't judge her, so now she's been like grandfathered into it yes. into the judging.
1: Exactly. Um, and she's there to also, to help in judgments. There's Nona, she's like the boss of DCM. And there's -hmm. a guy named Ginty. Ginty's like, always angry. He's that right here. Yeah,
0: he's the mad (laughs) (laughs) Arbiter. Yeah, he's the
1: angry Arbiter. He hates humans. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, they always hark on the things that Arbiters can't be killed, Arbiters can't feel, and Arbiters, uh... Can't, uh, what was it? Can't killed, can't feel. Essentially, they're emotionless. And their sole job is to, you know, feel. they you know, trying to feel like, get people's, you know, bring out the evil in people and then judge them is essentially all they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Ona plays that character of, well, you know, playing the part where they can, she can feel and has to you know, uh, they'll, they'll have like characters who are kind of like in the gray zone of they're not evil. Like there's an episode where, uh, someone murdered somebody because their sister was attacked. And so he went out and found them and murdered them. Well, it turned, you know, then there's a plot twist where the character that came with them witnessed said murder and was then killed. And the whole thing was, you know... DCM was like, oh, I don't understand, you know... You committed murder. And then it was, you know... no, It was uh, Ona saying, oh, you gotta... You know, everything's not black and white. And there's always gray. And, you know, she was, like, the character to... Make... I don't know, make the viewer, like... Think? I, I don't know what you're saying, you know?
0: Yeah, and that's, that's a fair like,
1: assessment. She was there to, like, bring the... Emotion into things. Yeah. Where usually it was just like, oh, you, you know, you did this, you're going to hell, you're a tail person. Or something came through during their game. And that's the thing, too, is these games are like, literally, like, oh, you're going to play Twister to the death. Or you're going to play, you know, air hockey or, or, uh, you know, whatever, card. They Go Fish one time.
0: Yeah, whatever game you can think of, baseball. I guess like card or board game type, or billiards, so, or yeah, darts. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, darts was the first yeah. one. Anything watched. you could play in
0: a bars, <laughs> Pretty <laughs> I much. Guess you could play the
1: so... Um, oh, they even
0: had an arcade one, like a fighting game.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah, you're right. That was interesting, too. And that's yeah. the thing, is everything they do it's pretty interesting. Those are the interesting shows, parts of the series. The mm. show has a real bad, bad habit of... Like, episode one, they had to play darts to the death, and uh, the main character, one of the, the guy character, thinks that the girl is cheating on him because they were both married, they just got married or whatever, and he finds out he was supposed to be a father and this other things and you know whatever, and it was a really good first episode, mm-hmm. and then episode two was like a fucking info dump.
0: Yeah, it was. They don't break it up at all. They don't like break every it other at- episode, you have to sit through just monologue or... Yes. ...or explaining things.
1: I mean, episode two was literally, let's take episode one, and now let's switch the views to Nona and introduce Ona and, uh, you know, explain why they do what they do and this and that. And there's even, like, a god character. They play pool with, like, the mm-hmm. world. Um and this came from uh the creator of Death Billiards, so it's kinda cool. Um I mean this is a really I, fun show, like but the episodes when they're not playing the games and being judged really boring. And it really drags yeah, the can. show.
0: Although I do love all the character designs of people.
1: Oh yeah, and that was interesting, like um, you know, every character that they introduce are really interesting. They all bring unique stories and twists and turns stuff you don't expect when they're being judged. Um, and those were interesting, but like I think the main characters themselves are just, like boring as dirt.
0: You know, I don't know. Like I find Nona a really interesting character like in far as his conception, but everything she's in is extremely boring. It's like every part she's in, it she's used as a device to explain to viewers like what's going on. But her character could be very interesting because she essentially runs the whole place.
1: Yeah, but like Ginty, like ugh. I didn't even fucking understand his like like why are you angry all the time? Rabbit not being able to like feel emotion and shit. Where DCM is just monotone.
0: Yeah, I like how one of the people he judged end up staying
1: there or something. Oh, yeah, the girl.
0: Like, my, yeah, I was allowed to stay there. Yes. How did that happen? I thought they had to be judged and sent on, I guess.
1: Exactly. See, and that's the thing, too. It's always <laughs> like, like, these exceptions, and it's like, what? Mm hmm. And it was almost kind of like, oh, we need to liven things up. Let's keep them there.
0: <laughs> the angry character is just too angry by himself, so.
1: He needs to be angry at her all the time. Mm hmm. Um, overall. I mean, this is a fun show, and uh, Funimation even did their simuldub, their dub cast to it, or whatever they're calling it, mm. and I haven't watched it, but definitely, probably will watch um, a couple of these episodes in English. Maybe it does better in English. This show is extremely dialogue heavy, and, uh, you know, it's basically reading a novel every episode. Um, they do have flashbacks and stuff like that, but overall, you're just reading dialogue from the majority of the episode while they do their game. Hmm. Um, I gave the show a seven. I, I mean, it starts off great, but then it's like all of a sudden it's like soul crushing info dumps. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. yeah, I give it a seven too. If everything was like the first episode, it could it could get like a nine. But no. yeah, and they
1: were great too. Um, mm-hmm. those like the episodes where they playing the games like, and being judged, awesome. Yeah, like the I, arcade one or the, I don't care about the business of being, uh, a a judgment arbiter facility. guy. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Just let me watch people get put to purgatory or something, or death or whatever they do. So I'm glad we're in agreement because yeah, this the show could be good. It's just uh just too much. Too much... It's like they want to, like, take you further behind the scenes. But
0: mm-hmm. behind the scenes is
1: boringness.
0: Like, like People won't enjoy this if they don't explain it. Which I guess I do want to it explain. It's just their method of doing it is... Ugh. Why can't they explain it a little at a time during the games?
1: Yeah. Exactly. No. Yeah. Who is your favorite, uh... Your favorite pair of folks to visit? Um
0: favorite so you have to look at them actually I really like the Twister game yeah Those, that like, was Girl a good is super annoying like that was probably the She's coolest super interaction ganky. of the two people
1: I like the uh, murder suspect and the detective oh yeah that one was and good. the one with the uh, the, hall, the TV agent and the uh, like the kid it was interesting too
0: which one was that
1: um, they thought they were on a reality TV show Oh, so, it was yeah. like that, so it was like that older, like 20-something, and then like the agent. the agent Yeah, the, agent, oh, was the TV agent who was a bitch to everyone.
0: And they, bought, they went bowling?
1: No, no, that was where they played the video games. Uh yeah. Yep. So the bowling one?
0: It was like the girl that he dated or <gasps> yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she like changed her identity or something to look like this
1: other girl. Yes, yes. That one was interesting, yes, well, yeah, all the plots behind them were interesting as they were I say all the game
0: ones were interesting. There's like four episodes that weren't interesting, though, unfortunately, yep intertwined,
1: yep, so Death parade, go check it out at least, maybe you'll like it,
0: yeah, I mean, definitely watch the first episode, you know, you'll be hooked, I can guarantee that, but does it pay off in the end? Uh, not so no. sure,
1: yeah, yeah, all right, that's Death parade. All expelled right. from Paradise. Sounds like the story of Adam and Eve.
0: Yep, it <laughs> who, is. Who
1: ate the damn apples?
0: <laughs> In this case, uh, the robots ate the apples.
1: Munched damn us robots. all to hell. That
0: but Alright, so take. Expelled from Paradise. I watched this on a whim, but... I thought it just looked cool. For some reason, I always judge them like superficially when I watch a show. Unless someone recommends me something, then I know a reason to watch it. But like, what else can you judge it on from the cover art? And I thought the cover art looked cool, but then it said Mecha, and I was kind of hesitant to watch it, because most giant fighting robot shows I find kind of dumb. But... So anyway, I'll just explain it. So it starts really interesting. There's this girl, Angela Balzac...
1: Ooh, does she make name. coffee?
0: No, she doesn't. Oh. Uh,
1: uh-huh. There's nothing like Larko's Modern Life. No,
0: nope. She's this blonde girl that's on a beach. She's super busty, of course, because of anime. And um, she's, like, just sitting there, and it just looks like a normal beach. But then all of a sudden there's, like, this broadcast type of thing, and you can tell it's not real life because, like, the whatever world she was in like, s- slows down and splits to this like giant black screen. And then there's this voice trying to, I guess, recruit people for something. Like Because it, uh, it all takes a backseat in the beginning of the movie. So you don't know like who's trying to recruit for what. But it's basically like, this is an announcement to all citizens of... And then they call it all citizens of Deva. So you can pretty much know it's some sort of program she's in. And then... What really gives it away is she, like, splashes her cup of, like, Hawaiian punch in front of her, and everything slows down. The punch, like, freezes, and it becomes, like, a computer terminal. And, and then she's like, I got to track where the infiltration is coming from. So they, like, throw you into the action of she's some sort of secret agent that has to find where this computer program she's living inside of is hacking in from. So it was a pretty cool intro to it anyway, but... um. She eventually finds that someone on Earth is the one doing it. So then you say, well, Earth... Uh, obviously, if she's not there on the beach, she must be somewhere else if she's not on Earth. So it's all revealed that Deva is the, what they're living in, similar to Sword Art, I guess. Except the conception of this one is like people are just born and exist there. But she described it as like she was born for a couple of days and then lo- uploads like her whole memory to the program. And hmm. the way you get more memory... Is you like help society by doing missions, I guess on Earth if you're so she's like one of the highest ranking agents and the agents are people that have to just maintain its infrastructure, whether it's like outside attacks or just normal things you have to do, like clerical jobs to keep it running.
1: Oh jeez. You have to work so, in the virtual world.
0: Yeah, basically. So even in paradise, hence the expelled from paradise, which I'll tell you where the name came from at the end. Um so she she's, like, secret agent number three, so she's, like, third from the best, and she goes to have a meeting with these, well, what I describe as a representation of all the deities. So you have, like, someone that looks like Zeus, which I guess is supposed to be the Christian god, you have the elephant-looking god, and then you have the Hindu-looking one, and they're all, like, just statues that speak to her. So she goes there, and they run the whole Deva system, and it, it's never revealed what they are, but... There's some sort of in-charge figure that isn't human. Probably just the AI itself. And they tell her that she has to go to Earth and pair up with this guy named Dingo. He's Zarek Dingo but They just call him Dingo. And he's an agent that lives on Earth that helps the agents from the virtual space complete the jobs. So he's an actual person, whereas she's just like computer program mm-hmm. so she's like okay I'll accept the mission under the pretense like that her reward will be more stuff in virtual world and it's allocation of memory is how they described it so like the people that are the most well off can do the most fun stuff so she can like generate herself a whole beach to have fun on whereas like poor people can like only generate a little box which was interesting
1: yeah why do you need a whole beach though like when do you be ex- content in the little box of beach it's still your part of the it's still your beach So like other people are running into it are they
0: no but
1: you're poor I have to share the you're, beach you're with poor, yeah.
0: the shared well, beach okay if you're so unproductive they say eventually they freeze your existence essentially like killing you they like lock you away cause your box disappears you know mm-hmm. so your memory gets like frozen
1: hmm. so
0: I guess the incentive is to not lose your little box so I guess it's safer to have a big box gotcha but anyway they make the point of it later cuz well i'll get to that too i have to take notes while explaining this show i have to explain the point of the memory thing and why it's called the show title but so the only way she's going to find the person isn't through the computer because he's already proven that he can hack it so like they can't just go find him through the computer this is how they described it so she has to get a physical form so how does she do that if she's a robot well They grow her a clone based on her DNA, and then... I don't know how old she's supposed to be, Because robots have that? Yeah, I guess... uh, I think she's supposed to be, like, 30. But they're gonna grow her a clone, and she wants to get there quick to get the reward because other agents are being sent, so she cancels her, like, clone thing early, so she ends up only being 16 instead of 30. (sighs) So in true anime fashion, they found a loophole to get the the busty sixteen year old girl to be the agent instead of her being thirty. So she gets sent down to the earth in like this little pod, and like she gets pooped out onto the planet in like a slime goo <laughs> which is kind of gross, but she like lands and it's like pfft, and she falls onto like dirt because It's supposed to be post-apocalyptic, where people aren't supposed to be living on Earth, so it's, like, all desert. Gotcha. They said, like, the Earth ran out of water, so that's why they all exist in the computer program. So then she meets Dingo, and they have to find... um, I guess this will take forever if I just explain (laughs) I've been going, because I just saw it, so it's very fresh. But the the main driving point of the whole movie is slowly she discovers, like, that living on Earth isn't so bad, even though initially she's very elitist about it she's like well why would i want to suffer with things like hunger and she gets sick because she doesn't sleep because she doesn't think she needs sleep so she's <laughs> fighting like she's, people trying to mug her and she's she's really good at fighting but she's like why is my body so sluggish and she's like coughing and stuff and then dingo has to save her and she's like well i would have been fine and he said no because you have like a really high fever and you got sick so she doesn't <laughs> even know how to take care of herself but so slowly she learns like that things are good and dingo convinces her of that. Let's see if I can find his line that I was going to bring up. Um, okay, he says, life in Diva depends on how much memory you obtain. He thinks that Diva's virtual society is based on how much memory the users have and thinks the citizens aren't equal. Thus, wants people's freedoms being almost... Oh, wait. That's t- terribly written, but basically he argues that people aren't free in the system because, like... She brings up the point, well, there's poor people here and they can get sick and die. But he's like, well, in that universe, things are controlled by an arbiter. And if you don't perform to their will, that's not freedom because you cease to exist, too. So that was a good point. That's when they get into the philosophical part and stuff. Um, so then they find who's causing all the problems. And it's a robot, not a person, so that surprises them, called Frontier Setter. And his whole purpose was he was made to evacuate humans from Earth when it was like failing 200 years ago. But then he was like put to sleep or sidetracked because they decided to go with a virtual reality construction rather than building a giant spaceship to evacuate them because it was more practical. So they find out that he, for the past 200 years, has been building the spaceship alone with all of his robots and he's developed like a sentient being almost. He calls it his ego. He essentially like formed into a human, so this is really cool they have all like the all the good sci-fi elements. That's why I like the show mainly. but so they finally find him and they're like, well why are you doing it? or why are you hacking into Diva because that's why he got in trouble in the first place. and he said he wasn't his intention to break any of the rules. He just wanted to let him like his masters know that he completed the project because they basically just like forgot about him for 200 years and he finished building the spaceship alone. they're like, well, that's really impressive. And Dingo and Angela, or what is her name? Yeah, Dingo and Angela were both, like, impressed and said, well, yeah, you should be able to ask all the people, like, that still want to leave the planet if they want to. So she goes back, like, her mission's complete because she finds the source. So she goes back to, like, virtual reality, leaving her body and then reports to the gods. And they're really mad because it threatens, like, the whole sanctity of their program, and if people want to leave, then it would fall apart. So she's like, well, that's not fair, because she met the robot, and he developed, like, consciousness, and he didn't want to hurt anyone. He just wanted to give them, a, like, the spaceship to use. So she resists, and they imprison her, like, in the little non-existence place, and then the robot hacks into it and frees her, and she comes back to her body. So now, when she's leaving, she gives the line... Um, she says after she's saved by Frontier Setter, now I know the feeling of being expelled from paradise. So that's kind of like the Adam and Eve thing, where like, she could have just lived in ignorance of this small world, but then she goes against gods, I guess, because they're even portrayed as gods, and... I won't get too biblical with, like, The Fruit of Temptation, but basically that's where the title came from, and it is a big allegory, much like, um, I guess, any story based on that would be. Um, But then eventually, so they go back to Earth, mm -hmm. and she no longer can return, and she has to use her giant robot. This is where the giant robot comes in to fight all the other agents that are coming there, Mm -hmm. because... uh, Frontier is trying to launch his, like, final thing to start the rocket, and he couldn't convince anyone with him to go with him, but his purpose is still, like, to explore all the galaxies, so he wants to leave alone. And so the final, like, ten minutes of the movie are all action because they have to defend him. And Dingo says that... Let's see. There's really good quotes in this movie, so I'm trying to find them. Um, you know... You know about the music, friendship, and even have the dream to explore. You are already human. Uh, Dingo says that to him at the end in order to make him proud and that he is a worthy human descendant to encourage Just oh, It's terribly written again. Someone translated this poorly, but basically they deliver that line to him to encourage him to go explore alone because... Like because he developed a consciousness and really cares about humans and wants to like spread the word about them all through the galaxy, like he's the most fitting person to do it. So they defend him, and he he launches his little robot ship, and and then he gets to sail. So had a really cool ending. And then Angela and Dingo are gonna like live together on Earth now because he never was there, and she can't go back. And they kind of have like a little romance thing.
1: Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny too. Is <clears throat> this show was going to be uh, released in America already uh, by any bucks of America? Only forty bucks hmm. for this movie. Uh, it's going to be dubbed in English.
0: Yeah, Johnny Young Bosch is the robot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Get this though. Get this little blurb. Due to licensing contract restrictions, uh, they can only sell it in like South America, North America. Normal, it's normal. You know, they don't want to have reimports. It's cheap for mm-hmm. Japan. Interestingly, though, all sales final and no refunds. Period. Mm. Anyway, I thought that was kind of interesting. But yeah, uh, I'm going to definitely watch the show when it comes out in it English.
0: Is, it was really good. I mean, I obviously had to watch it subbed, but... Yeah. I give it an eight out of ten, just it was an enjoyable because I really enjoy sci fi and um the animation was good, albeit it completely C G. So at times it like looks kinda I don't know, kinda simple, you know, like how an all C G show would look. Yeah. But then was at the CG? same time that makes them do the action really well. So what was your question?
1: How, how was the CG and stuff cuz you know CG has always been hit and miss in anime and you usually a lot more miss.
0: It was it was great. Like the reason I watched it initially is cuz the cover looks so cool. Like um to me it was really good, but at times like their hair and stuff looked kind of gross and yeah. So it definitely wasn't miss. Overall it's really cool and it it just it really blows you away on the action sequences, but as far as, like, when they just have two character models in a small room, you're, you can really notice.
1: Gotcha. So, uh... Awesome. An eight. Alright. Yeah. Cool. Alright, well, I think that does it for this show. Uh Check out our iTunes, leave us comments, feedback, and we'll be back next time. Hopefully with new more shows, because... We need to watch them.
0: There yeah, we go. Yep.
1: All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to BonsaiBeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index,
0: which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you
1: enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions
0: or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.